Hey, this is Dr. Chalmers. Welcome to another episode of Wellness Insights with Dr. Chalmers. Uh, and we're talking more about ketamine and we're talking about uh, the set setting intentions and things that we're doing to make everything really kind of function a lot better. And so, you know, I was I, I was talking about some stuff and uh, Scott Richards and I kind of got tangled together and we kind of walked through what we're going to do. Uh, so, Scott, walk us walk us through with, with what you were doing ahead of time, like haven't I'm what you've done, what your experience with ketamine is so far. Do you want me to talk about what led up to it, why I do it, or like what yeah, was not if, working? If, or... yeah, if, if you're comfortable with, if you're comfortable with that, if you're comfortable with how, you know, where, how you got into it, what's going on, like what's your goal? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, so last year, on January 1st, uh, 2022, my mom passed away from COVID pneumonia. Um, two weeks, she was only 66. That was unexpected. Um, she approved her own vent and everything. So to like, and then nine hours later, she was gone. So, um, and then two weeks after that, my dad, um, he was only 69. They've been married for 47 years though. He, uh, the doctors basically said he disconnected from his cortex somehow. And I had to make the decision to take him off life support and, you know, watch him pass away. Um, that was like literally like the week of my mom's funeral. Um, and then nine months after that, we had my mother-in-law who me and my spouse were taking care, are taking care of, were taking care of, uh, passed away in October. Um, so literally nine months after that, she went into the hospital and she was for a stroke and she ended up getting COVID while she was in there. And she was a end-stage COPD patient, uh, dialysis patient, and several other things. And the COVID, mixed with the COVID, just, it took her out. So within nine months, we lost three out of our four parents. Mm. So that's a lot mentally to deal with. Um, so that's kind of, and it's been almost two years. Or actually, this is the first year we haven't had to deal with any deaths. So... Nothing was working. I didn't feel, I felt like I'm stuck. I felt like I didn't care anymore about life in general. Mm -hmm. um, like I didn't find any joy in things. I, I love my nephews to death. I don't have any kids. My, my wife has a 28 year old son. I think 28 or 29 now. And um, that's my stepson, but you know, my nephews, and since he's older, my nephews are younger. And I just, I didn't find any joy. Like, all I found was despair. Like, um, trying to think of the right words. Not depression so much, but just no joy in life. Like, period. Like, I'd watch them and all I could think about was my parents. All I could think about, you know, and the, the, the joyful times that you're supposed to be enjoying in life. That's all I could think about is, well, my mom and dad aren't here to enjoy this with me. My mom and dad would really, my mom would love this. My dad would love this. And so that made the times like that you're supposed to be enjoying life that make life worth living. Um, that made them very hard to deal with. So um, I, we have a mutual friend that posted that uh he had tried ketamine and i was i was already kind of searching myself for different things like ayahuasca and stuff like that and then we had a mutual friend post that he did ketamine treatments um and so i started to look into that because i would rather do it 
you know, with somebody that knows what they're doing than willy nilly do it myself. And then I'm like on an Aaron Rodgers trip and I'm, you know, yeah. So, yeah. So that's, and so I got into that and I have a thing with needles. I pass out. Um, so I couldn't do the intravenous thing. So I decided to do, uh, at home and the dissolvable tablets. And I think the, they, I think they, they work just, I don't think they work as well as intravenous, but I think with my condition, I'm not able to, I trip out when I go get needles. Yeah. So yeah, IV, IV, IV and IEM is usually a little bit faster and a little bit easier to take this, but the, the orals, they, they, they'll get you there. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of what led me into doing this. Cause I didn't want to be on pills. I'm on some Balta. I was on some Balta. I still am. Um, and I tried to get off some Balta and that was like, yeah, that was, that was like the second, besides seeing my mom and dad die. That was like one of the hardest things like right after that, <laughs> because I had suicidal thoughts. I had mm-hmm. anger. I had just trying to get off of the Cymbalta, um, which I'm still not off, but I went from 60 milligrams to 20 milligrams, which I think is, you know, it's a third less than I was on. It's the minimum dosage. So I think that's awesome. And I think after the holidays and with more ketamine treatments and stuff, I think I'm going to like in April, I think I'm going to try to tackle it again and maybe get totally off Cymbalta. Um, Cause I feel I'm at a point where I can be off the antidepressants. Now I just don't want to suffer through the withdrawal symptoms during the holidays and, and everything else. Cause those were, those were rough. Those that's the roughest thing I've, yeah, that was rough mentally was terrible. Oh, yeah. coming, coming off that stuff is horrible. <clears throat> That's one of the reasons, yeah. that, you know, it's, it's so hard to use. So hopefully they'll be able to, you know, as you start using more stuff, so check your hormones as well. If you get your testosterone up, that'll help, you know, really refill those neurotransmitters. Your ser- a lot of your serotonin is in your gut. So there's lots of things you can do to kind of balance that and help get off medication. But yeah, man, if you can, if you can get to the point where you can get off and feel normal again, that's going to be a spectacular piece for you. So so, so that's what I'm that's what I'm working towards but that's kind of how I got into the into the ketamine portion of it I mean I've never done anything besides marijuana like and that's only at night like I I like to have control it's I had never done like I never experimented with that I don't even drink so I never experimented with anything when I was a kid so it's for me to go into this and do like some psychedelics it took a little bit for me to but I was I was at that point I was desperate I I yeah. I didn't want to I didn't care Well that's, that's why I like doing these things cuz it's like you know if we can get these stories out maybe people don't have to wait as long <clears throat> torture themselves as much before they can get the care they need so I again I appreciate you helping us out so but go ahead continue with your ketamine story yeah. So no. So that's I, when I started this, uh, I went through a thing called mind bloom um, where they do it at home because mm-hmm. I don't know any other I don't know any other program where you, you're able to do it from home without the intravenously because we do have uh, places that do IVs around Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I just I wasn't doing that <laughs> with yeah. the IV. I'm not comfortable. I'm I'm good. So I got into that. I started with uh anxiety each week i felt a little better there's some weeks i feel like awesome it seems mm-hmm. to be that um and then we we just we talked and i dealt with that last week um but we could talk about that more later but that's that's kind of why i got into it and 
but I'm not one to experiment with anything. It's like, and I'm not opposed to it. I'm open-minded, but at the same time, I wasn't seeking it to get high or, you know, anything else. And I wanted to do it the right way. So that's, and then once I saw a person that we both look up to kind of post about it, that's when it was like the, it clicked in my head, like, oh, maybe I really need to look into this. Cause he seems like he's doing a lot better with it. And he says he's doing a lot better. So, and I could not find any, I tried to find something bad and it should be easy to find something bad on Google. Like the negative pops out. And I literally like the only thing, even with the ketamine uh, places around here, the only negative Google reviews you see is, is some people that probably are a little more high maintenance. And they're like, well, I didn't get the care level that I needed from the doctor. Nothing about the ketamine, nothing that the ketamine didn't work. Just that they, they didn't like the staff. Well, that's no, you know, so obviously It does work. So after I did my research um, and really dove down and tried to find something negative, and I just couldn't. That's when I decided to make the jump and pay the money to, because it is a little expensive and insurance doesn't cover it. But I mean, to get your peace of mind back and get, get yourself back is, I mean, it's been two oh, years of hell basically. Here. And I'm starting to get, I'm starting to get back to where I was beforehand. I don't think I'll ever be, I don't know, you know, I've this first time I've lost parents and the only time, but yeah. you know, I don't know if I'll ever be hundred percent back, but I'm hoping to get pretty close to there or better than, you know, but I know I just got to keep working on it. And the, the ketamine is, has significantly helped. Good. Very good. So, but, so, um, how about the difference in help between when you and I talked about the set, the setting intentions and how to build that in your mind versus the other ones you did? Did you, did you notice a, a, a significant or any type of difference yes. in how you. Yeah. Okay. So we discussed, I discussed some things with you for about a half hour and just kind of went over some of the things that I was dealing with because I was trying to get the most out of, out of it. Cause this is expensive. Mm-hmm. And when they don't, you don't have too much guidance. They want you to kind of figure it out on your own. And, you know, and that's great. But when you you have anxiety and you tell and somebody's so desperate for results and you tell them, well, you got to set an intention, but then you just got to let it go. And that's basically all you say and all you get. It's like, okay, now I'm worried about setting this intention. Am I doing this right? Am I doing Because all the anxiety kicks in. And so, Yeah. And so it's like, you can't tell, you got to kind of give anxious people a little more direction to help them get over the anxiety. Cause then there's all these things are just running through their head and you're just like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I doing the right thing? And then you're in it and you're just like pure consciousness. And you're like, you're even thinking in, in it, like, am I doing this right? Or am I, you know, so, you know, am well, I doing what I'm supposed to be doing or. Yeah. And that's so when we like, talk, you know, I had walking people through it is I think, Pretty important. That's why I wanted to make sure we, we chatted about that. So, uh, but yeah, go ahead. Like, you knock it out as we, as we, yeah. As, so, when we, yeah, when we talked, um, you thought that I needed to, and I think I did. I think after we talked, I had a realization that my mom died. My mom's funeral was on a Monday. The ambulance called me on a Wednesday for my dad. So, literally two days. I had one whole day in between her funeral. And they called me at six in the morning on that Wednesday. So I literally had one, like one complete day to try to process or anything. And then I went right into my dad. 
And I think I, I had packed my mom, not intentionally, but I think I packed my mom in the back of my head to deal with my dad and then, you know, deal with my mother-in-law nine months later. And I just never dealt with my mom. And so talking to you, you said I should probably try to say goodbye to my mom. And I went in with that intention of saying goodbye to my mom. And yeah, it was, I basically, when I went in, I'll get vulnerable with you. When I went in, I, uh, I, t- I had like a conversation in my head with her, kind of mm-hmm. told her goodbye. She wasn't there. It's not like she was talking back to me, um, but I could hear what she would say, you know, cause she's your mom. Yeah. So you kind of know like what, how, how that person's going to respond, how this is going to go. So it's kind of like, I did have a conversation with her head, but I didn't cause I know she's passed. Um, and it's not like ketamine's great, but it doesn't connect you to the, to the other yeah. side. Yeah. So, um, so I did that. And then afterwards, I, you know, I got it super emotional. I had to call my aunt. Um, I like cried for like an hour. Like I haven't since they both died. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where during this process where I've, where I've wanted to, but I think us as men, we hold that inside and we don't let it out. And that's not good either. No. But like there's sometimes you need to cry and you just don't, and you hold it in and, and then you hold Hold it in until you explode. And that's part of the anxiety and what causes this. So, and then the next day I felt, I was kind of in grief, felt a little, uh, still a little depressed, a little sad and, uh, um, a little angry, you know, cause that's grief. And then I'm good. Nice. Surprisingly the day after I'm good. So now, a lot of times, what we I mean, I think I made peace with it. Good. Yeah, you get that closure and everything kind of like falls in place where it's supposed to be. So and that's 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 one of the things that I'm I'm glad that you know we got to talk about and set that intention of specifically meeting with mom and like the ideas we're going through and what, what you're what you were needing to to go through and get. Because a lot of times again, we are like you said, you're not talking to mom, you're talking to your own head, you're talking to your subconscious. And so implanting those messages back into your head that we've done this, we've, we've broken through, we're okay, works really well. And it's really important. And so that's, that's the big piece. So I'm real, real happy that you were able to get that through, especially because you were taking a little bit, a little bit more than uh, you probably should have or needed. So that, that piece was helpful as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I was, I think I fell asleep a little bit. And I think it's because it relaxes you so much that you do end up, you know, falling asleep here and there, but Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was uh, awake for the majority of the session. Well, good. No, like especially these these last pieces. So I'm glad that I'm glad I was able to kind of chip away at it. Um, so as far as the the mom piece and everything, how's how's the rest of the the quality of life and getting the joy back to life and that type of stuff? Has that has that come back or is it almost back? It's we're getting there. Um, I still have. I think I still got a lot of work to do. There's a lot to take on and. My one brother's in North Carolina. My other brother, I'm the only one that has a business. So I'm a little more flexible if I need to be, mm-hmm. you know. So I was there with my parents like every day for like two months in the hospital. Now, obviously, I wasn't there with my mom because they quarantined her, you know, and it sucked. It was over her last Christmas. And I, I like begged. I thought I was a good enough salesman to talk those nurses and at least let me put some P, P 
PPE on and letting me go in the room or at least see her yeah. through the window. And they were yelling at me because I was even on the floor because <laughs> it was yeah. during the, you know, the real bad part of COVID. So, and people didn't know what we know now and, and everything else. So, um, yeah, but it's, it's getting there. I was able to, uh, you know, I got, I, I couldn't before, like, I love my nephews and I couldn't like watch, like I couldn't get them gifts even for like a birthday without seeing them. And I, you know, I'd break down. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't, I just cry. I just, and I'd have to hand the phone to my wife and, you know, and that's gone. Um, since I've done ketamine. So that stuff's gone. So I'm able to enjoy that. It, it's it's like the, it's the good times. The bad times, you really don't want to, you don't, you don't want them there. You don't miss them during the bad. Maybe I miss my dad and my mom. You know, you want some advice or whatever. That's what you miss. But you don't want them to see the bad times. It's the good times. Yeah. And you want to enjoy those good times. And so I am starting to get there. Um, it's the ketamine's helping it a lot faster than, than anything else has. Um, but you also have to, like you said, you have to have the right intention. You also have to work at it. You can't just, you can't just take the medicine and just, that's it. That's all you do. Yeah. Yep. And that's, so, that's oh. a big piece that I, I hope that people are starting to learn as well. Like, so I was, I tell people like a therapist is a great thing to go grab, you know, before or during, especially afterwards, but you know, some people can't make it through. So that's why I wanted to, you know, kind of brush up and kind of show people that, you know, the, the intention piece is setting your mind in the right position right place for this ahead of time does in fact help quite a bit yeah it helped me like after we talked and i mean i was working on different things but i think after we talked you you recognize that i really needed to work on that still and that's actually helped me so having the right intention and but it gets confusing because they're like what's that an intention and then you're like okay well how do i do it well you do it like this but we're not going to help you (laughs) Like right. set, you got to figure out how to set your own intention. It's like, well, sometimes we're not aware of what we need. And then someone talking to someone like you, you can pick up what we, you can more pick up what we're not aware of and be able to, you know, assist and, and help out. And that's what is exactly what you did. So I appreciate you. Absolutely, man. I I appreciate you coming on and kind of helping kind of shed some more light on this. Cause you know, the biggest thing is, is that <clears throat> people don't know about kind of you know, like, so I'm glad that you got to find out about it earlier, but there's so many people who don't know. And like, I'll explain it to people for addiction or for depression or for PTSD or whatever it is. And they're like, why have I never heard about this? And, you know, that's always the thing for me. It's like, you know, we've got to get out and tell people. And I tell people on our team all the time, I'm like, there's going to be people who commit suicide because we don't get to them in time. The information doesn't get to them. And so I really appreciate you coming on and kind of telling your story so that everybody can kind of see it and be like, oh, I got a lot of things that. I got the same stuff. And so maybe they'd, you know, take, take the option of, you know, jumping on some ketamine before they start doing either, you know, the drugs that make you a zombie or, you know, doing something worse than so. Yeah. And it's okay to be messed up. I think we're all messed up in our own way. We are. We're yeah. all dealing with a lot of stuff. And then when you go through that much in this such a short period of time, you really face it and it can really be a negative. It really throws you into a negative spiral that you can't get out of. And this has helped me. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people I talk to, they they're like, "What's ketamine?" Like, yeah, you know. And then some people are like, "Oh, that's special K," and it's like, "No, I'm not getting off the street." It's you know, so yeah, yeah so you kind of got to explain it to them in that, and you know, and then 
there's still some people that, you know, because it is psychedelics, there's still some people that, you know, they're worried about me or like family members, but they see now that it's working and they've changed their mind and, you know, stuff like that. But at first it's like, you know, no, I'm not just taking acid or I'm not going on the street and getting ketamine and treating myself or, you know, or getting something because, you know, so much, you know, street drugs are laced with fentanyl now and there's so many people that are. Yeah not doing good and dying and so i get the worry but it's like no this is a legitimate thing because you know some people hear ketamine and they're like oh that's a street drug or you know this and that too and it's not i mean so well it's 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 the it's the number one drug used in pediatric surgery it's one of the number one drugs used in l anesthesia fentanyl is probably number two the number highest use but it's the safest one we know it doesn't affect breathing centers and so you're you still breathe and so it's one of the safest ways to go about it all of the psychedelics are actually, from research, very, very, very safe. Um, you know, ketamine is just the most easy access legal one that we have. We have access to, and it works. It works really well because it lifts all the, the all the receptors: the dopamine, the GABA, the serotonin. It lifts, it lifts them all up, and so that's one of the things that really helps kind of break patterns and break. You know, you know, you're you're in this rut. You're feeling terrible. Like it helps kind of kick you out of those things, so you can reprocess and design your own life again. So. But it's uh, yeah, it's awesome. Last year I was a mess, um, especially during the holidays. This year I'm able, and I've been. It's been rough even this year with all that piled on top of each other. I mean, it's really only been this is the second. This is like going on two full years. Yeah. And anytime I would talk to like a therapist or anything, their eyes would get all big when I told them, you know, my mom what my story and i'm not trying to impress my job is not to trust my impress the therapist with the trauma that i have you know for them to be like oh my god that's that's dude dude really that's a lot you know and it's like man why are you do you know how to talk to me (laughs) so you know so yeah so it's but i've been through that i talked to a therapist i did i did all that stuff well yeah and like i said i was on some balta i haven't No, no, you're good. I'm done. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, and the research is showing that, you know, psychotherapy or talk therapy is very, very helpful, especially during and after the ketamine. But it's kind of like doing a year or five or 10 years of therapy all in one little session with the ketamine. That's why that's one of the things that really, really benefits, you know, the therapy if you're doing it with psychotherapy. That's why ketamine with psychotherapy is so beneficial. Yeah. So, but I mean, without it, I... I don't know where I'd be right now with the holiday with Christmas coming up in a few days. And, you know, I don't know where I would be mentally, honestly, without this. Well, you know, you know, if you're starting to feel bad, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, jump on it, but make sure you get it early because it's one of those things that once you start down the path a little bit too far, you want to make sure you call somebody and talk to somebody before you start running some ketamine again. But, you know, that's fantastic, man. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're, you're in a position now where you can go through the holidays. You know, we're not too far off. If you can go through the holidays and feel better, you know, be functional with the rest of your family and still have that joy. That's a that's a giant, giant step. And I'm super excited that, you know, Kevin's able to help you out. Yeah, no, I am too. And I'm glad that I found it and our friend posted about it. Cause like I said, I was devolved, I was trying to find different things because mm-hmm. I was desperate to get out of this, but I just didn't know what. And I just and then didn't hear about the ketamine thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, it's just kind of making awareness about it because I, I really don't think – it's surprising, like, how many people just don't know. It is. They have no it clue. Is. 
especially with the giant, giant need we have in the country. I mean, depression, anxiety, PTSD, addiction, like that's, that's a, that's hundred million people. That's, it's more than that. It's all of it. So, but yeah, no, I'm glad that I thank you for coming on and helping us out, kind of gain some awareness and that sort of thing. So it's been really beneficial. We'll, uh, you know, we'll keep moving forward. And, you know, if, once you've kind of gone through a couple more, if you're like, Hey, I want to come back and talk about X, Y, and Z, let's, let's hundred percent do that. Keep staying in touch. Don't want to make sure that we okay. get any information out. So if you're like, Hey, when I did it this way, it helped me to, you know, set the intention this way or to, you know, set the setting and the mindset this way. It really helped me on this thing. That information will help, you know, come back as well. So we'll, uh, you know, we're going to start a Facebook group for everybody so everybody can kind of talk a little bit. Uh, the Wellness Insights uh, Facebook group, I guess, can work for right now. We'll change the name sooner or later. But that would be great. So, you know, if you're ever there, if anybody needs to check anything, you know, we'll be there checking on it. So. But no, I uh, I really appreciate it, man. So, uh, well, like I said, we'll check back with you and have it tested out later. So, thanks so much for coming. All right. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you.